Welcome back to Yang Daily. I'll be your host, Alex Cheney, bringing you all the Yang news you need to live your life right. I'm late, I know. I did warn it would be choppy for a while. I've been juggling the podcast, cancer, not me, a family member, jury duty, FSD testing, FSD video editing, and Christmas shopping. I seem to have a headache. Strange. Admittedly, I did spend way more time than intended on the FSD video. I do think it turned out well, though. None of the other testers provide a quantitative analysis in comparison to the previous update. If I'm going to be late on the Yang Daily podcast, surely I get some credit for the flaw being an obsession with too much data, right? Anyway, we've got a robust episode to make up for it. Let's get to work. Quick shout out to our Tier 3 patrons, Shay Meehan and Nathan Stankowski, as well as all our other patrons. You keep us all informed and engaged. If any of you out there want to join these advocates of humanity first and independent journalism, head on over to patreon.com slash yangdaily. It would only take a couple of bucks a month from each listener to keep this podcast and community going and growing into the future. Now on to the news. First up, Humanity Forward has hired Jaron Smith to their advisory board. Jaron is the executive director of the Center for Advancing Opportunity, a college scholarship program for African Americans in partnership with the infamous Koch brothers. Jaron was also special assistant under Trump. Needless to say, it's a controversial hire. People are understandably suspicious of anyone hired by Trump for obvious reasons. I'm not doing a comprehensive review of him, but I had a look at his Twitter feed. I'm seeing a lot of religious rhetoric, and certainly he has whitewashed Trump's stint as president, but that's not surprising for an employee speaking about their boss in a public setting. I did not see him touting any atrocities as accomplishments, so that's good. Not that I looked too deeply. He seems mostly focused on poverty and justice system reform from what I saw. Humanity Forward's press release says they hired him for his expertise working on these issues at the highest levels of government. Makes sense. No doubt it's also largely an ideological diversity hire. We'll see how it goes, I guess. We've got updated economic numbers from the White House. Once again, the monthly jobs numbers have disappointed official expectations, with an estimated 210,000 jobs added in November. Of course, we have already discussed how previous employment numbers were wildly underestimated and later revised upwards, so I wouldn't put too much faith in these exact numbers. It apparently was not bad enough for investors in the tech sector who sold off tech stocks hard in response for fear that the economy is recovering too well for the Fed to maintain their generous interest rates. Barometer of the economy indeed. Or perhaps the inverse. Of course, the entire stock market has been severely injured by continuing news of the Omicron Omicron variant triggering expectations of more lockdowns and reduced sales, such as the recent announcement of major restrictions on the unvaccinated in Germany. Ah, the thrills of COVID. While stocks do have some impact on the businesses, our main interest in them would be that they seem to be the only thing that can get a response out of Congress. Given right-wing media's campaign to blame all the inflation on stimulus, it's hard to say at this point whether the stock market crash would incentivize Congress to pass more stimulus or less. Other interesting numbers were that wages have now risen by about 5% since last year. Unemployment is down to about 4%. I think it's safe to say that the recovery would not be as far along without federal stimulus maintaining demand and keeping many families afloat. 
Without it, there would have been a lot more businesses collapsing, families collapsing, falling into poverty, and steeper supply disruptions. Now that I think of it, it's possible that stimulus has avoided as much inflation by limiting supply deficit as it has caused by increasing demand. Either way, the benefits clearly outweigh any contribution to inflation. Labor Department data also shows that for the first time in 17 years, the percentage of workers employed by large corporations has dipped, while entrepreneurship has risen to an 11-year high. Again, only one of many factors, obviously, but unconditional stimulus money direct to citizens boosts entrepreneurship wherever it goes, as we know from UBI trials. It's a lot more feasible to start a business when you have startup capital and won't be in poverty if it fails. And since gas prices seem to be consuming a lot of attention and people seem to have a massive lack of both memory and Googling ability, I'm just going to leave a bit of perspective here for those acting as though it's unprecedented. Prices were on an uptrend throughout Trump's entire term in office until the pandemic cratered demand, followed by supply. Prices are still not as high as they were consistently from 2011 to 2015 when they sat around $4 a gallon. And last, OPEC, the oil cartel, are the ones driving prices up. They have been very slow to increase oil production, lagging well behind the recovery in demand. Demand outpacing supply drives up prices. Pretty simple. There's many more details to be dug into, of course, but that is the big picture. Moving on, Forward Party reports that they have reached 63,000 followers on Twitter, unspecified thousands more on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn, and over 3,000 volunteers in their first six weeks of operation. Not a bad start, but we can do better. And finally, since I spent way too much time testing, recording, and editing Tesla's newest iteration of FSD beta, I may as well share with you where autonomous driving is at at this moment. The newest version, 10.5, is a significant step toward autonomous vehicles. For a full list of changes, see the video that I made linked in the podcast description, but suffice it to say, it fixed a lot of major problems both in my drive and other testers' routes. The list of issues preventing robo-taxis is getting pretty short, though it still has major trouble with traffic, as in not running into it, which is a bit of a sticking point. Also roundabouts. But the traffic part is more concerning, and it's starting to look like Tesla may be running into some fundamental limitations, as I'm very surprised that it still is doing things like pulling out in front of a car that it can clearly see and which would clearly cause a collision, especially after waiting while the coast was totally clear. I suspect that either the cameras are not good enough or the software needs a major rewrite in order to accurately measure velocity of cross-traffic, but that's just my best speculation on why they would still be having this problem because the logic of determining when it's safe to go is actually pretty simple. Anyway, if they can solve that problem, then they are surprisingly close to solving the whole driving solution, and I could imagine FSD being approved for driverless operation in limited areas around the country within a year and reaching most cities within five years. Again, just the best guess. There's no way to know how long any particular problem will take to solve, nor how long regulators will take to approve it, but progress has been impressive in the short time that I have had the software. Considering that people are buying up Teslas faster than they can make them, with no reason to believe that will change anytime soon, and with Tesla increasing production 50% per year, starting from 1 million cars a year currently, there's going to be a lot of potential robo-taxis ready to go pretty soon. That is not a lot of time, especially in legislative time. When drivers start getting laid off in droves, let's make sure that there is a UBI waiting for them.
And that'll do it for today's Yang Daily. Bookmark and share the economic stats, especially the entrepreneurship boost, the facts on gas prices, and the FSD thread or video. Flood Congress with calls, tweets, faxes, and letters using the easy volunteer contacts below. If you need help, consult the Income Movement Aid Database, the Mission Asset Fund, or United Way. And don't forget to Yang Daily.